Brain Candy Podcast, episode 735. Hi, Sarah. Woo! Hello, Suze. My God. I can't. I'm in such a good mood today. Are you? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why? Like, I yes. Know, like, yeah, I know. I just am. Like, That's like great. no joke. Inside. I think I woke up really early and I was crushing the to do list. Like, oh, I love that. I'm like, mm. what? Is this? They do say don't. Haven't we talked about hormonal changes right before your cycle? And like when when you're right before things are going to start, like estrogen is at its yeah, highest. Like a and burst like, of energy. Yeah, I'm very folk. I am just like checking boxes. It is so good. Eli woke up and he was like, "Oh my god!" Or came back from workout or wherever he was. He's like, wow, thanks for tidying up. And then he goes into each room. He's like, whoa, you really t- Whoa, you really tidied <laughs> that's up. That's so great. I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> wow, so, that's great. So, okay, yeah. well, maybe Good that day. will make our episode even better. I, I hope so. I mean, I hope so too. And if I, not, I got a, a glass of wine right here to uh, okay. do the rest of the job. Just in case. Given that you love Interstellar. Yes. I figured maybe for the so Barbenheimer funny. weekend, you would go to see Oppenheimer, which is a Christopher Nolan film. Absolutely. I had tickets. It was in the books and planned. But then there was a, a bridal shower that oh, I boo. chose to attend. So I took a little trip to okay. uh, North Carolina instead. Oh, South man. Carolina. I still don't one of the North Carolinas. Carolina. Well, I went to the Carolinas. <laughs> okay. Well, I was like, when I was there, I was like, is one of them better than the other? Like, tell me the truth. And they were like, that's a good question. Ask. I would, if I had to guess, yeah, I would think South would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Because it feels more authentic. Why do I think that? Exactly. Better food for sure. Right. And like, yeah, it's a difference of like 20 miles. I think where I was, they're like, oh, yeah, you could bike ride to like South Carolina. Oh, so I probably was in North Carolina. Cause okay, like you there you go. Now you know. Yeah, but it was wonderful. So. I can't believe you had to go to baby shower, though. I hope it wasn't terrible. No, it was really fun. A was southern it baby? baby shower? Baby it, shower. Not baby shower, bridal Wedding. shower. Wedding. Okay. Uh, yeah. At, at Did you play games, shower. though? Any of those dumb games? Uh, no, only one. And it wasn't dumb. It was, it was, because it, it was dumb. in the hometown of one, uh, well, also it was a lesbian wedding. So mm. it's already going to be better than every yeah. single other one. Cause gay weddings win and trump everything. That is so true already. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was the hometown of one of the brides and you know, we were coming in It's Eli's sister. So we were coming in to support, you know, and be there, uh, uh, represent the other side yeah. of the family. And mm-hmm. so it was like questions about the bride. And then we had like guess it was like where they met, like what, you know, what is her favorite color, things like that. And then the, the uh, Eli's sister was put on the spot and had to answer the questions. Oh, like wedding, what do they call it? Newlywed game. Yeah, like yeah. That. It was like newlywed mm-hmm. game. Exactly. It was the newlywed yeah. game. I was very proud of myself for how many questions I got right. And I then bet. I recognized in the moment that I was in competitive mode and being way too loud. Exactly. And I was like, Sarah, you got to sit on your hands now. So I put myself in timeout and sat on my hands and did not cheer when I got the last two questions right. But for the record, Emmy and Elizabeth, I totally did. And I totally won that game. But I was not going to take the prize away from your own mother. Please. Wow. So. Yeah. I mean, I have to admit <laughs> that I do act like the games are dumb, but I, about two minutes in and I am like, suck it. Yes, <laughs> that was me. I was like, yes. I, and I'm like at a Southern, right. like, we're, 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 it's tea. It's, it's, we're having tea, like in proper Finger sandwiches. Yeah, th- 
with oh, the crust Lord. cut off. It was the cutest thing you've ever seen. With it was delicious. It was amazing. And I'm over there like yes, like like with all the tattoos. <laughs> it's like, like this the is Beverly like Hillbillies. yes, it totally was. I was I like so it. embarrassed. And then one of one of my favorite <laughs> moments. While we, yeah, uh, come on, right? While we were there, one of my favorite moments was. Uh, uh, you know, we were we were like chatting around the dinner table, and then they were talking about I don't know how it got brought up, but it got brought up that I oh because one of her siblings, one of uh, uh, Emmy's Carl Elizabeth, now you know every name, Emmy and Elizabeth, these are the two brides who are getting married. So Elizabeth's family is who we went to go visit, and her brother was so wonderful. He was also a big, huge fan of the challenge. Oh and he boy. like knew who I was and it this was so fun and he was so nice. So, uh, then, you know, they were talking about the challenge and all the, you know, all the siblings and all the kids there were saying like, Oh yeah, we weren't allowed to watch that growing up and everything. And so I was like, Oh yeah, me, I was the one who was on the shows. You know, those shows you didn't let your kids watch. Yeah. That's me. That's me over here. And I'm like, <laughs> It is totally one of these things is not like the other. Like I, I was like sitting at the table, like everybody else, you know, was talking about their first jobs and like, you know, they were like a lifeguard or this, oh my whatever. God. I was like, well, I was on reality television. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the show you didn't let your children watch huh, fit right in. Like, <laughs> you know, so, but it was wonderful. They were, it was so much fun. And I'm sure you were like, the life of the party. Nothing more like fancy feeling than like an afternoon tea in the South. It that was. is so true. I can't imagine fish out of water story with Sarah there. I know, but I like love they're that. like high society debutantes. Yeah. Those people that like take their daughter to like a prom. You know how they have like those yeah. daddy daughter dances yeah. in the I'm south. Jealous of all of it, <laughs> Sarah. I was like, oh, not. I would have fit. I would have. I, I would have crushed this. You were like, a riot. Yeah, I but, wish I yeah, could. Yeah, so see. you can imagine me like in the corner, like like so excited that I'm getting these answers on the win, like the game, right? And I'm like, like I sound like a like a football like. <laughs> fan in the background yes next question Woo! usa yes that's exactly what it was like and then i was like sarah calm down we're at tea wow and then i, I sat no, on my hand, you were so. probably the life of the party I mean, Elizabeth, that sounds I'm sorry great. i got a little out of control at the game then i i turned i turned myself into i uh, gave myself the role of, of then taking pictures of them because i was like you're right you gotta down, be sarah. useful yeah you gotta be useful right there we go there we go so but i'll tell you so- what's actually useful and that is green chef Absolutely. This, oh God, I need useful this in my AF. Life. This I, sometimes I I kind of rely on Eli a little too much to be the one <laughs> to make dinner and plan dinner, and it's not even the making it that is maybe the the most challenging part. It's like the deciding what we're yes. going to eat, grocery shopping. Mm-mm. Then he hates food waste, so then we got to like make meals out of everything that's left over. I don't want to do that when it's my turn. No, thank I you. Want pre-portioned they like give me options and i just decide what i'm gonna eat really clear instructions organic ingredients shipped right to my house i mean it really is easy but for me the seals the deal is how delish they are because you would think these you got to sacrifice something you do not no it's affordable convenient and tastes great these recipes and you can pick, like, you can pick what kind of stuff you're going to get. If you're on, you know, a special diet, they have all that stuff. Vegan, keto. I ordered the keto one. Yeah, you're back on the wagon. we're back on the wagon. I hear you. They have protein-packed meals. They have calorie smart if you're watching um, your calories. And 
they're very easy. And I learn a lot about cooking. That, that might be my second favorite part is that I apply the techniques I learn when I'm making other recipes. And they have a deal for Brainiacs. Go to greenchef.com slash braincandy50 and use code braincandy50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash braincandy50 and use code braincandy50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. You will not be sorry, I promise. Okay, so you had an eventful weekend. Yes. That is fantastic. Um... Okay. I hope this new family that I'm inheriting uh, does doesn't mind that I just like use I their know. names. Do you worry? Like, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I like I tell lovely stories about them. They're all the best in the whole world. That's true. So, it is rave know, reviews. Rave reviews over here, but yeah, you know, sometimes people like to be like, you know, maybe I'll ask. Hey, I don't know. You know. Okay, they're the best. Next up in Sue's reviews, sports. Sue's reviews. I watched, I guess the algorithm thinks I'm real sporty now. And so this was on Peacock. I wonder why. <laughs> Meanwhile, right? she's like crying when reading the Arnold Pump Club newsletter of that the That was great, Sarah. Oh. It was so good. It was an essay about a guy, the editor whose dad had passed. Oh. And it was called Sentence to Life. And it was about when he was diagnosed he got, you know, six months to live or whatever. And he called it being sentenced oh, to life because then, you know, you want to make the most of the time you have. And Arnold always talks about this idea of vision. Like you have to have a vision of what you want your life to be. Okay. And so he had it all his life, he says, and that's what he had all these goals. And so this writer was saying how his dad, while in hospice, was still planning for the future. And still saying, let's go to a football game in the fall. And even though he didn't accomplish that vision, that it improved his time on. Absolutely. They all cried. I was like, that, because that is a really important thing that even if you don't reach the goal, it's still a good thing. And I prescribe to clients who are having to, like planning a trip, even if you're never going to go on it. Planning yes. for the future, like it's even what if you it don't was saying. It. Yeah, it it has a big time positive effect. How yes. sweet! That okay. was a good reminder. I really loved it. And yes. when I posted that on Instagram, my brother wrote same. Oh, because he reads it, and I knew he, that would get him too. Anyway, okay. On Peacock, I watched yes. the Wilt Chamberlain docu-series three episodes episodes yeah basketball player what do you know him for i bet if i say it you'll be like yeah i know that that he famously slept with twenty thousand women oh yes i do know this right yeah this is what all i knew about wilt chamberlain wow and that is so disturbing yes he I couldn't like, have like put that story together myself, but if it were one of those like you know when they have like one <laughs> column that has one answer and the other column has another, you have to draw the line that connects yeah. <laughs> which one. I could have done that with like basketball yes. players and scandals. I could have right. gotten that right. But. Here's what what stuck out to me. It was three episodes. I really enjoyed the whole thing. He was in the early days of basketball, so it was like like really new. And he had set a hundred different records. 
He has the first player to get 100 points in a game. Like, he personally wow. scored 100 points. Damn, that's hard to do. Yeah, he he was the, like, LeBron James wow. of that yeah, time. Yeah. And so he has, he still has all, a lot of the records, but he he's, like, exceptional. And the reason that that statistic about his prowess in the bedroom is what everyone knows about him is because he wrote a book and the the editor asked him to do that to say that he had bedded 20,000 women even though it wasn't true and he was like a ladies man right he really was like he never married and he was always with a new gal but like he would have had to sleep with about like two women in a day since he was 15 in order for that to oh, be that's true. insane right mind you he's got a career in the nba and <laughs> he can't do that yeah he's busy he's fucked yeah, up he has that kind of time and um so when the book came out that's the only thing that anyone wanted yeah. to talk about of course that's like the grabber headline and then at that exact time when he's promoting the book is when magic johnson Oh. announced his HIV positive status. Okay. So this is that I, how, what year was this? The book? No, that when this came out like this, the book came out in like 87, I think is when magic announced it. Something okay. like that. Maybe my, 90. My childhood brain meshed those two stories into one where I knew that there was something AIDS related. I knew Matt, I know Matt Johnson yeah. was diagnosed. I know there's like a wheelchair, but in my little kid brain at the time, I just mixed it all up. And I, I was in my head thinking like, did he contract AIDS or it's the fact that he did. So there's something around right. that in that. Well, I mean, I think magic story. did acknowledge that he was promiscuous and yeah. all that. But I think you're right that that all sort of got mixed up into yeah. one big mess. And it just made me sad because like, you know, when you want to sell a book or you want to sell a podcast, or you want to sell anything, right. there is this impulse that you or your boss might have to have something right. that gets clickbait even before the internet existed. Totally. And like how that changed the whole l- legacy of his life and career and it just bummed me out but he liked to be called uh the big dipper he and like that was his childhood nickname is dipper oh and because like when he would i don't know something about when he would dunk or whatever okay and um when he died he had a retractable roof in his bedroom and it was open and he was looking at the big dipper when he oh he ended up having a heart attack he was seven feet tall and he said, us big dogs don't last long. So he knew he was probably going to die early. And he I'm was sad. hot, man. He was hot? Yeah. Because oh, he was like, look him up. Like he used to wear these like 70s outfits that were oh, like I'm super fashionable. And you know how like um, Shaquille O'Neal is like that tall, but like he's humongous in every way. Wilt was just sort of like oh, a yeah. stretch. He was like. Yeah. Just like a lean, mean, banging machine. (laughs) (laughs) No. Anyway, those are the highlights from the Wilt Chamberlain. It was really good. Never had any kids, though. Well. Well. He actually did, did, but he never knew it. The child was put up for adoption by the mom. It was like a one-night stand, of course. Well. 
And um, he was in it and he said he wished he could have met him and all that. He, what's funny is like, he, it was one of those adoptions where it's like a um, secret, closed. like it's a blind, I think they get yeah, closed, yeah. closed adoption. But like they give you some details and it was like, your dad is seven feet tall. Okay. I mean. And so that's how he figured it out. It was like the state and then the height and it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I think we can like narrow it down like <laughs> that pool of like. Yeah. yeah. But it's, when he was in school, he was like, when he was five, he looked like he was 12 because he's oh, yeah. so that tall. so hard. And since it was like really before the NBA, it wasn't like, oh, this kid's going to be a millionaire. Uh-huh. He was just a, like a circus freak oh. and people tormented him. So he got the last laugh though. That guy was awesome. Tell people do really have like a, a, people think that they can just ask all the questions that are really rude and insulting that you wouldn't ask somebody if they were short or if they were like any other extreme of a body type do you think it's because it's seen as like desirable i don't know but like not to the people who experience the no teasing and the yeah but that just sucks it's like a group that often gets forgotten about in that yeah and my god back then even especially because people just were not tall back like right. we've gotten significantly taller yes. over the century mm-hmm. and seven feet's no freaking joke. Right. That's tall. Anywho. So that was great. That was on Peacock. Um, I'll tell you, if you do want to have some prowess in the bedroom, like Wilt yeah. may or may not have had, <laughs> yeah, maybe Dipsy Stories could help. Or maybe if like getting the engine started is something mm-hmm. you struggle with. Yes. This is a way to... Do less and get more. <laughs> that should be their slogan. That's great. Yes, because Dipsy Stories are designed for the desires of women. Yes. And unlike most erotic erotica, right. it is actually the stuff you want to hear. So they have these sexy stories. Maybe it's to wind down. Maybe it's so that you can get ready to be with your partner. Yeah, Maybe wind so it's- down or wind up. Yeah, or maybe it's for your alone time where you want to feel real good. You take a quiz. They suggest stories, wellness stories, sleep stories, and sexy stories. For listeners of the show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash brain candy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash brain candy. Dipsystories.com slash brain candy. Yeah, 30 days? That's... I know. Try that out. That is nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was good. What else did I want to talk to you about? Um, how about how I was watching an old like vintage clip of 60 Minutes and because <laughs> I'm weird. And it was a story about a whistleblower who worked for a Swiss bank, but he was American. And... He basically gave to the federal government mm-hmm. a list of like 20,000 Americans who had billions, billions, billions of dollars in the Swiss bank yeah. avoiding <gasps> paying taxes on them. Right. So, Dude, we can solve so many problems if these fucking rich Right. I will so never understand selfish. it. I don't get it. 
I really don't. Okay. So he gives the government this list, right? 20,000 people. The only person that was arrested and served time was the whistleblower. I don't... This is... uh, I hate these stories. (laughs) I just watched a movie... The woman had a name that's so, I think it's reality or something like that. Oh yeah. Reality winner. Yeah. Reality winner. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm like, she has a name that does, that sounds unbelievable. They made a movie about her story <laughs> yeah. Yes, where they use the only, uh, uh audio or, or, or narration of the movie are the transcripts from the case, like the actual recording of the actual incident where she was a whistleblower and then she ends up just like how these people who are doing the right thing end up in so much trouble like why where is there any what's uh, the logic right what's the logic what is the law i i eli and i were having this discussion because i still can't understand like who's getting them in trouble like why don't we just say Oh yeah, this is for the greater good. You get a, a free pass here. In and this case, the only thing he did wrong was he omitted one name. He had a particular fondness for one client oh. and left that name off the list. And then they Gosh. became privy eventually of this other guy. And we're like, hey, why didn't you tell? Involved because he had like he's right. He omitted one guy. That's stupid. So he had to serve. uh, I don't know, a couple years, five years or something, and then. But there is an organization in the American government where it's like the whistleblower organization, right? And they have to like protection group or something like that, right? You get a reward if you whistleblow and then the government makes money. So they collected billions from these people. And so he ended up getting $104 million from doing it. So I'm sure he's not regretting it. But why would you put him in jail first? He's out now. He's got his $104 million. But not one of those 20,000 people got any punishment at all. That's they just silly. had to pay up. Yeah, and they don't care about that. So they should have been doing it all the time. But the, yeah, I the don't guys... really understand how that whole thing works. How, like, you're still, I guess, guilty of a crime. That's what they said. The that government agent like that was bullshit. on there. He's like, well, he still did break the law. <laughs> but, but if, like, you're breaking the law to pro- to stop hundreds of other people from breaking the law, it feels like. This well, is a right. pro- car problem or something like this, like an expanded version of that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love it either. But I'm happy he got his millions. Yeah. I wish I could blow the whistle on somebody. I know. Who do we have? Like, we tried the challenge. I didn't know that worked. We're like, <laughs> that is so do. true. <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting here blowing so... it for 735 episodes, Suze. Yes. I mean,. That is a really good point. And we are careful. Somebody's going to come arrest us soon. <laughs> right. Because so, apparently that's how this works. Yes. Because oh. I was watching on um, 
I think it's Paramount. There's a new, there's a Kevin Hart special that's really funny comedy. And he has a whole bit about how he tells his friends, like, don't do illegal stuff in front of me because I'm telling. I will tell on you. Yeah. Because you get to an age or a level of success where you don't want to take any chances. Yeah. Like, I am not going down with that shit. No. Definitely. And that's how I feel. Like, I will tell on any of y'all if you are going guilty. to get me mad. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you're guilty and I can benefit, I... Yeah. And in the case of the challenge, we didn't even benefit. We were just trying no. to do the damn right thing. That was a right. big mistake. Yeah. Do you know how much money I think I lost? Hey, workers' rights. <laughs> Work. Fair wages. Equal Appropriate pay. accommodations and food. <laughs> no sexual harassment or violence threatened in your workplace. Sarah. Like, right. It sounds like a joke, but it's, it's true. It's totally because for real, like all those dumbass articles I wrote about the challenge, I would take those back in a second. <laughs> I have lost a lot of work oh, because God. of that. Because who wants to work with the dumb blonde lady who keeps saying, be nicer to me? Right. Uh, Zero well, people. Well, me. <laughs> Sarah, who's already me. nice to me. Just me. Being a whistleblower sucks. What the heck? I know. I'm getting real mad about well, this. Well, I know. Right now. I don't know. 104 million. Like how how long in jail does he have to do? He only, he did like four or five years. Oh, that's a long time. It's kind of long. That's that. I don't think I could do that for 104 million. I could. You could four years. That in, is in a, a great. I, don't I know. just would maybe read some books and, and just but okay. Just take a break. Learn a hobby. <laughs> Start whittling. Yeah. No, can't you like work on your education too? I'll just get a doctor. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. that could be a Help real nice downtime. I, yeah, it could be like the challenge where they take away all of my email and my right. Phone I actually thought I could probably get that. a lot done in there. All right. Um, there was an article. I bet you read it. It was in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. You know how it seems like people over sixty turn into assholes. Oh, I didn't read this. You didn't. Okay. No. Well, you're you're familiar with this phenomenon, though. Yeah, I I do know this. We I I think we discussed this in my psychology of aging class. That it tends to go in one of two directions, where people get super nice or they get real curmudgeoning and mean. Well, it turns out it's pretty much only assholes. Oh, that get worse. Uh, no, it that most oh. people become assholes. Oh, well, okay. or I should say more assholish than they were before they were sixty. Okay. Okay. So here's what it yeah, said. Okay. Um, you know the I forget them, but there's like the big five personality traits: agreeableness, yeah. conscientious, Oceans. extroversion, neuroticism. Yeah, ocean is how. Yeah. Right. Openness, conscientious, conscientious, agreeable, agreeable and, neuroticism. and neuroticism. Good job, acronym. Love it. Yeah. Ocean. Okay. Well, guess what? The motion of the ocean is <laughs> that when you're younger, um, if something sucks, let's say you hate your job, right? you just quit. You quit the job, yeah. right? Or if you hate your house, you move. You move. Well, when things suck after 60, it tends to be stuff you can't just fix like mm. bad health, or your partner dies. And so since you can't really change your circumstances, you change your personality instead. 
So ouch. Yeah, we adapt when we're younger by like, I'm not, I'm done with this. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm gonna break up yeah. with you or whatever. Yeah. And then when you're older, you're like, I'm oh great, hard. I just am stuck at home and I can't move and nobody likes me and I'm just gonna be wow. bitter. Well, this is a. I wonder if this is going to change with a different generation as they age. Why would it? I because I feel like I don't. Mm. I think it's trouble because mostly it's in particular bad when you live in a place without a lot of resources and we aren't real great to old people here. No, we're not. It's just getting worse. Like in Japan, I think they kind of have a little bit more of a situation. That's like those blue zones where people live to be uh, significantly older than the average population. One of the things that they say contributes to that is a, uh, uh, like revering people who are old, like looking up to the yeah, elderly. like social and, services, yeah, like you're taken yeah. care of. You're not abandoned in some shitty, like yeah. Medicaid nursing home. Ooh, it is gonna get bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, keep that in mind. Hmm. I'll tell you, it's not bad. What ritual vitamins? And if you want to, you know, stay healthy, this can't hurt. That's what I'm saying. I am all about. Their new hydration, like skin hydrating from the inside out, yeah, little capsules. And where do they even get off being so delicious? <laughs> where do they get off? Right? It's like, such a no, fun habit uh, to I have. When I opened that up, I mm-hmm. was like, because I had seen, you know, in like the advertising for it, I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. And then it said that uh, uh, it has like a nice like vanilla kind of scent. I'm like, oh, okay, lovely. I opened it up and I was like, oh, excuse me. Okay, <laughs> this is, can I lather this all over my bot? Where, how do I get this in spray form? It yeah. smells delicious. Yeah, and good work I ritual. imagine my vitamins. I'm telling my you. Skin nice. And the regular multivitamin is mint and it's easy on your stomach, but health is wealth. This is my new motto because- yes. I, I really see the importance more now than ever, and so I'm committed to it. And it's such an easy habit to, to keep. Mm-hmm. And then now that we're workout fiends over here, we're taking the protein. It's also vanilla, very yummy, not gross at all. Um, and they have ingredients you can trust. Regeneratively farmed peas grown in the USA is what makes up the protein powder. And once you try essential protein, you won't want to go a day without it. Lucky for you, Ritual's offering our listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start Ritual or add essential protein to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash brain candy for 30% off. I always like a vanilla protein because you can make it go like fruit direction. Yeah. Or like sweet direction. Like yes. Like peanut butter, chocolate kind of thing, you know? I agree. And, or like fruit. And then, yeah, can't do that with the other flavors. Absolutely not. I that is a downside. And that. so... Fail. Why not do that? Anyways. Okay. What else can I be bitter about? Um, I did read a really funny article on eater.com and it was this, I guess it was, I mean, it was funny, but it was also like really well written. Mm-hmm. It was about this woman who um, signed up for the Benihana, like be a chef program. Like okay. you can learn how to be the, 
Betty Hanna, hibachi really chef. Just means like catching food fish in tails. your hat, right? Like that's basically I, I, what she my said. My fear of fire is too great for me to ever sign up for that in any way. It's it's a real expo. It's like exposure therapy when I dine there. Anytime they do the volcano with the onions, I'm like, "Where's the fire extinguisher? This does not seem safe." It's like a real that, problem. Yes. Like gust of heat. Yes. Yeah, it just seems wrong. And then one time when I was like way too old to make this mistake, I was dining there with our like our family. We're like out for somebody's birthday. And I said, I wonder if this thing's hot. And I put my hand on it, full palm to test. I must have been no. like 15 years old, like way too old to make a dumbass mistake like that. And I remember it was my friend's dad with me. And she looks, he looks at me and goes, are you out of your damn... What the yeah, fuck are you thinking? For real. And I was like, I actually don't know. <sighs> Sarah, I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know. Like, you get all serious. Yeah, then I guarantee you that's how I responded. <laughs> Anyways, yes, go on, Betty Hanna cooking class. Well, hey, if it makes you feel any better, there was an incident caught by the paparazzi where Tori Spelling, like, tripped and fell on the <gasps> griddle. And so that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. See, these things are an AWH. I cannot. That is so true. I mean, we're just gonna leave wide open frying pans I- where <laughs> anyone can just trip and fall into it. Yeah, in tight quarters. I guess it marries like it, the adrenaline with appetite. This is like type three fun. I can't handle that. <laughs> A-W-H. Okay, well, at any rate, (laughs) she does basically say that the flipping of the fishtail is like half the battle. And it's like pretty easy. She's like, it's actually easier than it looks. And wouldn't you say, like, if you get past all the smoky flash, all the, Mm -hmm. you know, onion volcano and stuff, a lot of what they're... It is. And a lot of what they do is clang, clang, like just making the noise, banging on it. Yeah. (laughs) Sarah. I just flung my lip gloss. For real. So much of it is just the the metal on metal clang, clang of the flipper. I do love those noises. So I would like the audio soundtrack of... You right. know, sometimes Eli comes upstairs or like he'll come home and, and I s- study and focus well when there's like noise. background noise. Yeah. We've talked about this. Like I can yeah. like read an entire book at the bar and I don't even care. It's like I focus. So I'll play like white noise of a restaurant in the background. What if he came home and it was like Betty Hanna soundtrack? <laughs> I was like, can Do I it. get the audio of that? Because I find it very calming. The, the clink, clink, clink. Do it. Yeah, it's like ASMR. I like it. I also think like if you watched a video of the performance, which is exactly yeah, what it is. It's so much Correct. more than cooking. Um, if we muted it, so you're getting rid of all the metal on metal clanging. I don't think there's a lot of skill happening. Oh gosh, that reminds me of the episode of The Office with Will Ferrell, where he does the juggling act with no balls. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, "Quick, throw me another one," and then somebody does. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like a lot of oh, it is just Phyllis, like, "Do you trust me?" <laughs> he bangs it off of her head with a bang ball. That's one of the funniest scenes in any show. <laughs> 
so funny. And in fact, they did have an office episode where they went to Benihana. Yes. I mean, right. Oh, God. So I crunchy. basically said it in the article, it was sort of saying how like, obviously nobody thinks this is like authentic Japanese cuisine or something. It is very much an American creation and like Orientalism and all that jazz. Totally. But I love that the author framed it as like, Benihana is now basically like a second generation um, immigrant and how yes. like, it's like half assimilated and like half okay. not. Benihana is to Japanese cuisine as fajitas are to Mexican cuisine. Wait a Heard minute. Me are wrong. you telling me fajitas are not Mexican? I feel like the sizzling fajita plate was a little <laughs> bit of an American they invention. They took it up a notch. I yeah. do not think... There's any place right. in Mexico where they're coming out with a sizzle sizzling juice. fajitas, corn and flour, which like, no. Because <laughs> when you're at Chili's and you get the fajitas, they do put on like, they have one of those squirt bottles. It's called sizzle sauce. It's not actually sizzling. <laughs> like they this add that. Thing. It's like pop rocks. Yeah. And I bet the, the emergence of like fajita fandom of like the early 90s, late yeah, 80s, early 90s. Right. That was like a thing, right? And then the Benihana. Then this, <laughs> it's there so was true. Some, this is the same. This is, yeah. what, are we, what were we doing in the late 80s, early 90s with like appropriating? Like P.F. Chang's. These, yeah. This feels like that. That feels. Yeah. General So's. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I mean, let's be honest. But they're all delicious. Oh, speaking of Chinese food that has been bastardized. <laughs> I just found out that Panda Express is offering burritos. Panda Express, is in get your Chinese food, in air quotes. Are they calling it like fusion? I don't know what they're calling it. <laughs> I, I, like a, a need for some Pepto is what it sounds like. You you should try it. I can't. Do you have those in Denver? P.F. Chang's? I think they have them ever. Oh, wait. I Chang's. thought you said uh, uh, Panda no, Express. Panda Express. That's what I mean. Yes, guaranteed. We have them here. Somewhere. You should it's make like, a stop. For that. Just to document it. Yeah. Like, this is... For me. Yeah. I'll be like, Maybe Eli, I'll before do you go it. back to keto, let's get... I'll yeah, take one for the it. team. I got take this. Take one for the team, Suze. <laughs> Suze. No, okay. Get okay. over to Panda Express and ask them to roll it on up and whatever the hell tortilla <laughs> they use. I don't know. If it has like an egg roll pun, I'm really going to be upset. Uh, it like definitely it, does. Yeah. See, There's no it's way. It's not good. It's not good. Lincoln asked me the other day, how come at Hibachi, like, there's always people on Tinder dates? <laughs> and I was he like, He said that? Yes. I go, why do you keep saying Tinder though instead of like first dates? Maybe that's because he knows that that's where Aunt Sarah and Uncle Yoda <laughs> I really do think that might be it. I know. He's, he's like, you can tell it's Tinder. And oh, then now, <laughs> I'm, now I'm like offended. Yeah. Lincoln, explain yourself. Yeah. And I said, well, it makes sense because like, if you don't know somebody at all, it's, you really want to have something to watch uh, Yeah, in case there's smart. a dead air yeah. and Ooh, a lull. Very, he's very, uh, yeah, where's he uh, seeing these people? Like, like he's able to look and be like, mm, "That's a first date." <laughs> that's I a Tinder. Cannot wait for like I'd say in like three more years, Lincoln's gonna have all the comedic timing I and know. the material and none of the filter to like stop <laughs> yeah, himself from right. saying it because he'll just say We're it. We're gonna get into trouble. Oh my god, this is gonna be good. He art he had comedic timing for, that was amazing 
when he was really young. <laughs> and I remember it when listening to old episodes and you like telling like what some of his first jokes. And I was like, damn, that is good. Yeah, and I think he's getting are. better too. I know he has a real commitment to <laughs> to comedy. I love he, it. We watched the Kevin Hart one together, which is absolutely not appropriate, but man, we were laughing. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's get, coming up on the age where some things can be like. And... I mean, it's just swearing. And let's face it, he Who hears that up? at school constant. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, who cares? What am I? I'm, I mean, and Adam also. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's, let's just tell the truth here. <laughs> and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what is appropriate, and that is modern fertility for everyone. Absolutely. Oh, can I tell you a little something? Yeah. When I went on our trip, uh-huh. I had thought that kids was off the table for me. Yeah. I've been wondering about this. I don't think that's off the table for me. How could it be? How could... And when I was on that vacation, it was so fun with Eli, and I was like, this would be terrible and amazing with a child. I was like, <laughs> that's I would, accurate. Yeah. I'm like, there are parts <laughs> of this hate, but like, I would love to share this experience and, and be like, yeah, can you do it then? And like, Sarah, yeah. you won't regret it. I know. I think I'm going to make her do it then. Please hurry though, because let's face it. No. Well, not, here, here's what I you know. should do. <laughs> I'm going to take, because that I did the fertility test a while back. And when I met with the nurse that, cause you get like a, a, chit chat like get a consultant consultant to like explain all your results to you it's fantastic and like so inexpensive it's amazing and so (laughs) she was like in a few years you might want to do this again to get you know updated information and i think i'm going to do it again i think that's great no just so i can have peace of mind and last time they were like you got a bunch of eggs in there no problem and so this time you know now it's been like eight years six (sighs) years like time to okay well hey no time like the present. Modern fertility is the way to go. You take the test at home, send it off. In a few days, you get your results. You learn all about your body, eggs, polycystic ovarian, if you have red flags, anything like that. You're able to get that information. It's so empowering. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, which means your test will cost 159 bucks, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, modernfertility.com slash brain candy. So much better than going to the doctor anyway. Sarah lost her lip gloss. Yeah, I, I, if you're one, like, if you're watching I knew, the video, I feel bad for you. I can't imagine where the wanna, hell it went. Do you no, do no, one? I'm fine. It's more oh. like, you know, when you, when you yes. just... You're like, it didn't disappear into nowhere. (laughs) So it's like, I can't wait to watch the video version and find the clip of when it goes flying up and go like freeze frame and go, oh, there it is. It's really up in my ceiling somewhere. We'll find it. We'll freeze frame it. We'll put the arrow. This is where it is. (laughs) This is where it is. Um, Okay. So that was a great article. Um, All right. Moving on. I did watch the Dean Martin documentary. This was on, I think it was Hulu. One thing that stuck out to me, I love Dean Martin. He's always been like my hottest, like celeb crush. Is he a member of the Rat Pack? He was, yeah. Okay. Who are the members of the Rat Pack? Oh, that's Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop, and 
oh, there's one more I'm forgetting. But, you know, the crooners. The crooners, yes. The crooners, and they would wear their tuxedos and drink their whiskey and sing and be silly. They acted like frat bros, really, yeah, but they were in right. tuxes, so it seemed more elegant. <laughs> um, but they were very funny. They you hang think out with- he's the hottest, huh? Oh, yeah. I, it doesn't do it for me. He okay. did get a nose job, if you're looking at his nose. It, yeah, but it improved. makes me like him more when they've got a little, like... Oh, you like a big schnoz? I do. Well, it, his voice is beautiful i mean he's saying like all those like (laughs) you know and you're just like oh i love you and he's super charming and he's really funny and he was the straight man to jerry lewis do you remember lewis and yes yes and you know what he got better looking as he aged too yes he did he really did maybe it is the nose job maybe you're right but his eyes really old you went a little too far no he well it's the booze got oh you know and smoking got it but um hit when he would laugh and smile his eyes were just so like sparkly he just had charisma yeah it's just yeah that's all like give a side look and like yeah he looks like he's like just finished a wink yeah and i feel like his whole shtick was like kind of like he didn't care so he would like flub a line and it was like who cares you know like real cash whatever he's very charming but what I one story I really liked about him was that when JFK was elected and he had the inauguration and he invited the Rat Pack, he excluded Sammy Davis Jr. because Sammy, the black member, yeah. um, was married to a white woman, oh. and JFK said he didn't want a mixed race couple. Listen at- here, JFK, you're not exactly picky where you're sticking your dick. Stop judging other people. Totally. I mean. I mean. And so. I don't like that um, one little bit. Frank still went, but Dean said, no, no. no. And I, like, I really I like, like that. Yeah. That, you got to do that. To make I mean, I was yeah. shocked by that because. It's like when the Beatles refused to play places when they didn't let, uh, you know, there be any like black yeah. audience. And like, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. But Jerry Lewis is a piece of shit. I mean, I hate that yeah, guy. Right? He raped that lady allegedly. It was in a Vanity Fair like Me Too expose, and he was just absolute dog shit. Ugh. So Dean probably put up with a lot. They fought and they broke up and they didn't speak for thirty years. So oh, well, I think then, Dean yeah. knew. Yeah, definitely. I love the the doc though because you get to see all the old clips, and I just I kind of miss all that. The only guy I think is like that now is like John Hamm. And like, um, oh, that like George classic. Clooney. Yeah. Can that... you think of other ones? Yeah. There are some new guys who are like this. Idris Elba is like that. Oh, he definitely is. Or Stanley Tucci. Like yeah. an elegant job. Okay. You, I, I, you're I, crushing that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, who could you imagine GQ picking at Pharrell yeah. has kind of that, but yes. he's kind of like a little more. Like funky, but yeah, mm-hmm. Pharrell I would put in that category. Anybody That's a good who one. could pull off a fedora and not like ironically or like yeah, know. right, where it actually looks cool. Yeah, or like hat, different kinds of hats. Yeah, I would say yeah, anybody in the pages of Donald Glover, he kind of is. Like yeah, a, there's like an there's elegance to them. 
And there's one guy who like plays Superman. It looks like, or if he doesn't, he should. He has like a little curl here. And he, I just saw him in an in a ad or in this like article of like people who are in the running to play Ken for the new Barbie no. movie. And I was like, oh yeah, he would be. He he has that. I can't remember. You gonna see though. Barbie? Definitely. Yeah, it's got, it's Greta a must Gerwig? see. I I mean, this is I'm and my favorite thing is like. The, the men who are like, oh, oh, they're objectifying men in this. I'm like. It sucks, doesn't oh, it? Tell me more. <laughs> right. And if you substitute like women with that, like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And Helen Peterson, who is an author, she wrote an essay on her Substack about it and was talking about how brilliant the movie is because the way that it was marketed and all of it was just like orchestrated perfectly and it it did what all those dumbass marvel movies do where it's like this i'm getting goosebumps i'm actually getting goosebumps right now (laughs) this is the best go on go on well you know how we talk about with late night shows when they don't make women late night hosts because men wouldn't watch right and there's this known thing where like if you make a male movie women will see it if you make a um teen movie adults will see it and so what they try to do is make all movies for 16 to 18 year old boys (sighs) so that's why all all the movies you're right that is all those marvel movies all those superman all those superhero movies yep 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 it's everything and what Barbie did was say like they took the same recipe of like this movie's for everyone. If you don't see it, you're a loser. Yeah. And so Yes. That's how men oh, genius marketing. Yes. See this marketing team? Right. Oh. Remember months ago when they came out with like this Barbie is a Yes. This. And like the, the I did that. I was like, He's this Barbie Ken. is a goth. And I like put in my Halloween picture. Like right. I, I had such fun with that. And like that is saying Barbie is for everyone. And believe me, think yeah. about, we, we know the problems with like the Barbie legacy, you know, yeah. with body right. image and different things, but like, so to make it and turn it into a movie that empowers women, oh. I mean, so, good work, and, Greta. And the, the, the Malibu Barbie dream house that they turned, <sighs> I mean, we need and, that. And, and just, I, I'm not saying this was the PR team. It probably wasn't. But it just so happened that there was the pink dolphin spotted in Florida. Yeah. That same, like, I'm like, even the, the world's sea animals pink. are totally <laughs> They're on, in on the it. side. Of, like, please. The female orcas are, are, are sinking ships and the dolphins <laughs> are getting dressed up for the Barbie premiere. I mean. Were you ever a Barbie girl? Yeah. Totally, but I then I was a Barbie girl who then turned into um, a uh, uh, I I like to express my creativity on my Barbies, and they were often tattooed and had haircuts and they did not color. Oh yeah, and then oh, I would wow. make clothes for them. That's my awesome. Gra- yeah, my grandma taught me how to sew, and I started making clothes for like dolls. And my mom taught me how to sew. My mom, she's gonna be like, "What? I taught you how to do that?" Yes, but I did most of it at grandma's house because I would you go to grandma's from house. The women in your then family. she would like, yes, she would like buy me all the material, and then we'd spend like the time wow. at grandma's house, like making little doll clothes. And like I remember making like my own skirts and stuff. So that I, like, is so built cool. Built up in like sizes to be able to make them for clothes for humans, and I started Barbies. 
That is really cool. Yeah. It was always the tiny Velcro strips that were really hard, though. Like Why? Like the glue gun or something? To, like, close the... They were just too oh, tiny yeah. to sew those teeny tiny little Velcro strips on there. That's it was relatable. always, like, more Velcro than you needed for her actual size. <laughs> it was, like, 50% Velcro on her shirt. I'm like, ugh. I think Anyways. that, like, I am always striving to be as glamorous as um, Peaches and Cream Barbie. Did you have her? Oh, she was, like, before your time, it. I think, but... But I can I imagine. Wish. Did she have a big dress? Big like apricot colored well peach colored dress and like sparkly sequin bodice oh this looks (laughs) like Susie. like you wouldn't believe my fantasies yes in my dipsy stories in your dipsy (laughs) stories i love it i wish so beautiful i also love day and night barbie she was she she was ready to go for anything. Work hard, play hard is what she did. <laughs> Day and night, Barbie. Did you have like a named one that you loved? Like, I can remember that I got a rollerblading Barbie in the same year. I and she her oh, this seemed very dangerous. Her rollerblades made sparks. Benny Hanna's chef Barbie. Yes, it was like a, <laughs> her rollerblades would make sparks. It was like the same thing that like a lighter used, like flint we've just or identified the genesis yes. of Sarah's this fire phobia. Bad, like like it, it's no wonder I spent so many years in therapy overcoming a fire phobia. <laughs> it makes total sense. That is so pretty much wild. Of the materials of my youth were flammable. You guys were just like <laughs> here are matches. Have fun. Don't light the world on fire. <laughs> that is so true, Sarah. I mean, and then they were giving us like fake pretend kitty cigarettes at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It was Please. a disaster. And you don't and expect me to become a chain smoking arsonist? <laughs> no wonder you went goth. Right. <laughs> Man, so, things were dark. Yeah. And so I, the rollerblade, the rollerblade Barbie came out the same year where I got a pair of rollerblades. It's or like I got the two at the same time. So it was like rollerblade Barbie and I'm rollerblading and look at us on skates and it was yeah. very fun. But she was real cool. Neon colors, I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rollerblade. This is gonna bring me down memory lame when i when i look at this oh yes, yes. oh yes i had the kendall too i had the kendall because i remembered the costume oh, look at that outfit yes. yes i had the kendall that came with it because i remember the outfit that went with this like tie-dyed they were uh-huh. geniuses whoever is Man. designing that stuff because it, it really so hardwires good. you like it taps yes, it into whatever lizard longings you had yeah, well, this is why they're so. Some company, some countries do not allow marketing, like any kind yeah. of of branding, on children's like diapers. Oh my god! Oh my god! Because putting Elmo, Sesame Street, all that stuff on diapers, it's like inlays exploitative. It's, and you can also see they look at at where, uh, uh, in what economic locations they are choosing to do that, and in low income neighborhoods you find that more frequently, and you do not find brand like a branded you know Marvel or but Sesame Street you or want whatever like, um, diapers in Sesame Street. Isn't that what we would want? For? Yeah, you would, but in some countries they say children are so susceptible that you we can't we're not going to do yeah, any I kind of advertising 
to them. Like the European Union has laws that you can't advertise to children under the age That's of seven good. because they're too susceptible to yeah that. And and you can see a break like a if you were to like overlay a map of like socioeconomic like status and uh, branding on diapers, you will see way more in areas. Oh my gosh. That, are low. Yeah, it feels like parents. human brains like are they're not ready for prime no. time until like years later. Totally. That's not great system. I mean, Mm-mm. I have some not be doing feedback it. for God or whoever. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like you fucked up. Yeah. I mean, they did say in that old, you know, book of his like give me a child at <laughs> seven and i'll that's not in there but the or, catholic church says yeah it. or jesuits or somebody oh, didn't God, they do that so like funny. i don't know in that the book Bible. of his <laughs> uh, all right so anyway we talked a lot about a lot of things will chamberlain wow so billionaire whistleblower slash reality winner is she still in jail or is know. she out but that was I a think... really great movie, and the woman who played her—I can't remember her name. She's from where did you watch Euphoria that on like HBO Max? I bet it was something like that. Max, okay. whatever they call it now. And then people become assholes after sixty. I'm sort of looking forward to being an asshole. Yeah, I mean, kind of curmudgeonly not... is fun. You're probably thinking you already too late. <laughs> More than we are right now, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, we we are, we are. No stranger to giving our opinion. Hold on a minute. Okay. What? I just wanted to think about, because I said the Rat Pack, right? Yeah. Um, But do you not have like, first of all, do you have a favorite Rat Packer? Well, I would think, I, Frank? I feel like Sammy Davis Jr. was like the one who. He's fun. Yeah, was the most fun. Frank Sinatra's like the, the given. He's a dick. You know, like, right. It's like, then I hear stories like that. So I would say Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, and then, like, do you have, like, I do, you know, this person who's not alive anymore, but, like, Paul Newman yeah. or Dean Martin, yeah. where it's just, like, oh my God. they're so Paul handsome. Do you have so a person like that? Handsome. Who? Paul Newman is so yeah. handsome. But you know who I think is the most, like, so sexy Yeah. that, who? okay, I have to remember his name. Hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. Uh, uh. Okay, hang on. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, take your time. This is worth the wait, believe Sam me. Sam Elliott in Roadhouse. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Sam with Elliott the voice? Roadhouse. Sam Elliott is Wow. So Wait a hot. minute. That is Sam yes. Elliott? Yes. And he was very sexy in that movie. I can't believe that's him. I was like Mm-hmm. You were feeling it, mm-hmm. some kind of way. Yeah, he has not With aged well. The hair well. and the maybe it's just the mustache, but oh, I don't okay. like his look right now. He looks his like look right um, now. Yeah, with the gray mustache, I think it's a good look. He looks like he to... should oh. be on a box of oatmeal or something. I think he's very handsome. I'm into the mustache. Now, I shouldn't. Oh, he looks just, he's amazing. He's so handsome. Well, he was super hot in Roadhouse. I agree with you. You don't think that's a sexy old man. I think I just can't get past that mustache. Because he's got a whole Colgan looking. 
yes. Italians. Correct. The handlebar. Yeah. Yeah. But if he shaved that off, now we're talking. Yeah. It's just distracting. There's too much. Yeah. He he got me. Thanks for sharing that. Feeling some kind of way. And the (laughs) voice. He's got this really deep voice. Okay. Does he do Dipsy? I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to look Dipsy over stories. I'm gonna look, with Sam If he Elliott. doesn't, I'm going to request. Do it. Sam Elliott needs to be. Put that in the suggestion box. Right now. Thanks for listening, everyone. We had a real wild ride. See you next sure. time. Bye.